From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. College football, we're about to have four power conferences. But as we do on this show, we like to get a bit petty. And especially on a Thursday when we have the services of the Dominiqueen herself, the petty princess... Queen. Queen. Thank you. We're going we're gonna to eliminate two teams from Power Conference College football. Bye-bye. So I got some beef, and I need to get it off my... What? I have beef with these programs. Um, before we do that, though, you know how yesterday we talked about uh, sensitive, sensitive fans... Something in sports you're constantly sensitive or defensive about? Eagles fans? You guys outdid yourself. Uh, It was Tuesday here on Ken LaVica Live when I made uh, what I thought was a pretty sound analogy. Uh, Do you remember, what is your, your your most visual, in your mind, your most visual remembrance, Jeanette, of the Super Bowl, this past Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Chiefs? Do you have any remembrance of it whatsoever? Rihanna. Okay, Rihanna. I mean, that counts. And I think that most people, most people would say that. And uh, I think the Travis Kelsey touchdown to open the game, people would maybe say that, right? Sure. A little wheel route. It wasn't the most memorable Super Bowl. It wasn't. It was fun. It was close. Um, I think that we heard from people saying Jalen Hurts in his fumble. But yep. again, that was that was early. And I know it was First in the, quarter. I know it was they were in they were driving, but still. Um, but what people fail to talk about is the last play of the game. The Hail Mary that Jalen Hurts tried to throw that came 20 yards short of the end zone. That that's what stuck with me. And we just forget it because it's Jalen Hurts and we love him. And I love Jalen Hurts. What an example he is. For those who have who have been discarded, those who maybe uh, aren't believed in any longer, what did Jalen Hurts do? He said, hey, Nick Saban, you're going to give two of the job? Well, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm going to go to Norman. I'm going to play for Oklahoma. What did he do? He played himself into a second-round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles, and from there he bet on himself. And now he's one of the highest-paid players in the history of the sport. That's, that, that's positive stuff. That's inspirational. But... I didn't forget the duck of a Hail Mary at the end of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to let people forget about that because it's the worst Hail Mary I've ever seen thrown in professional football. And it happened at the end of the Super Bowl. And it came 20 yards short of the end zone. Okay? (laughs) So I made sure that this show, this show could be classified as one of the radio shows that has the guts to acknowledge, hey, Jalen Hurts, that Hail Mary, we didn't forget about it. That throw sucked at the end of the Super Bowl, okay? That's a weak arm throw. So I made an analogy about it, an analogy about Jalen Hurts and that failed Hail Mary at the end of the Super Bowl. This is what it sounded like Tuesday here on Ken Levick Alive. I didn't mean it like Jalen Hurts doesn't deserve his money. All I'm saying is that I haven't forgotten his duck of a Hail Mary at the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's it. And even despite that, he still got paid. 
Like, it, it's like if I came into work, all right, and I was in contract negotiations with ESPN West Palm, okay? And they're like, Ken, you need to perform this tongue twister. She sells seashells by the seashore. Like, I did perfectly there because I'm a professional linguist, right? Uh, Sally sells seashells She sells down seashells by the, by the seashore. What's yours? I thought it was Sally sells. I thought it was Sally as well. Sally sells seashells Sally sells by the seashore. It doesn't matter. I'm going to knock Sally it out. Of- sells- Sally sells seashells down by the seashore. I, and I just nailed that. And fi- you needed like 17 times. You struggled. I, just, I just nailed Did it I off struggle? the top because yeah. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. I deserve to get paid. But then Hell I come this. in, ESPN West Palm says, say that. And I go, blah, 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 and then I vomit all over the mic <laughs> and still got paid. That would be the equivalent of that. That's all I'm saying. That's a great analogy. <laughs> so that was the analogy. Uh, that I that I made about Jalen Hurts, the Hail Mary, then getting the contract on Tuesday. A bit roundabout, as one does, but not a bad analogy, right? It's straight to the point. Yeah. I think your comparison of uh, Jalen Hurts being able to throw Hail Mary is absolutely equivalent to you being able to say whatever that is called. Yeah. Uh, alliteration? It's not an alliteration. Uh, tongue twister. A tongue twister, yeah. yes. So I put it on social media, and I titled it, uh, today I made a Jalen Hurts analogy as bad as his Super Bowl Hail Mary. Uh, Noah Eagles fan messaged me right away, Ken, we now have beef. Mm. And then came Instagram. This from Trevor. Duck of a fail Mary? Jeez. At least rip him for fumbling as well. Then you got a point for one mistake costing him the Super Bowl. And then there was this from Adam. Adam messaged, hater, his foot clearly slips and clips Kelsey's foot, impacting his throw. In your analogy, it would be like you saying your tongue twister, and right in the middle, I twist your nipples. You would stumble, too. I think he kind of got you there. Uh, Then there's John. You should be fired tomorrow. So Eagles fans didn't like my analogy. Eagles fans are going to Eagles fans, man. That's exactly Standing up for their boy. Twisting nipples and getting people fired. I think that it is uh, It's safe to say that they're sensitive about Jalen Hurts. And, 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 but here's my theory on this, too. Okay. They suppressed the memory of the Hail Mary. Mm. Like, they convinced themselves after it happened that, oh, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. It's a Hail Mary. So they suppressed it. And decided that, oh, it didn't have any impact on the game. But now that I have the fortitude, I I have the guts to to resurface that horrible Hail Mary from Jalen Hurts on terrestrial radio in a top 50 market because I am the one who has the stones to say he's not infallible, he's not perfect. Did you see that Hail Mary that came 20 yards short of the end zone? All of a sudden, those memories are coming rushing back. And Eagles fans don't know how to handle it. All because of one, one brave radio host, Ken Levicka. Listen, they thought people forgot. They thought they, they thought they thought they were going to get away with it. Right? It was lost into the ether. So but I no. think I think you're onto something there because I do think it was something that it doesn't even get brought up in conversation about losing no. the Super Bowl. Right? No. It's just something that goes on by, and they just say, "Oh God, another I mean, one, another Jean- one." Jeanette, I'll say this: We're not big fans of them, but you know whose hail mary would have gotten to the end zone? Aaron Rodgers. That's a fact. Nobody, no, nobody can do. Nobody can argue that. There's no denying. He that. has a whole history of hail marys that have made gonna, it to and the There's end nobody who can hail mary better than Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Right. Jalen Hurts failed. Patrick. And the biggest stage yeah. on the last play. Yeah. 
But uh, we just totally forget about it because we love Jalen Hurts. Game was on the line, and what did he do? He came up short. He ducked it. He ducked it up. You know, Eagles fans, that is your time <laughs> and your moment when you you know are threatening people's jobs. You guys need help out there. Yeah. You guys, when you have that painful moment, like everything else, you have trauma that you need to suppress. It comes out, and you need to find therapy. Well, luckily, I'm Take strong enough. I'm strong enough to handle the onslaught. If I'm brave enough to bring up the Jalen Hurts Hail Mary, the failed duck, I am strong enough to take your insults. Jalen Hurts, you ain't getting anything past me. Mm -mm. You better work on those Hail Marys. Uh, And then uh, Jordan on social media, uh, I asked uh, uh, at KLV1063, if you're under 25, do you know who Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan are and why they're famous? Jordan messages Thank you, 30 for 30. I loved the price of gold. I forgot that that was actually a 30 for 30. You should watch it, actually, Jeanette. It's very well done. Well, I just, uh, this is going to be terrible of me, but we know I live for the pettiness, and I think there's nobody more petty than Tanya Harding. So I'd watch it for that reason. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, uh, let's talk some college football, shall we? Uh, so here is the latest breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. According to multiple sources, it, uh, it looks like there is not going to be an ACC trip for Cal and Stanford, okay? Going into next season, as it stands, there's still going to be only four teams remaining in the Pac-12. Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford. The Dallas News is reporting that the American Athletic Conference is interested in bringing in Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford. You know what that means, Jeanette? That would mean that Florida Atlantic, every year in sports, would be playing Cal, Stanford, as well as Oregon State and Washington State if those teams went to the American. It would be exciting, but just as equally terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah, but it would be it would be it would be cool. It would that's be what great. I'm saying. That's why the first word was exciting, but at the same time you're like, ah. Crap. You know what? I'm putting Tom Herman's FAU football men against Cal and Stanford and against Washington State and Oregon State. I'm not scared. Dusty May's basketball boys pff, win every game by twenty. I mean, there's no <laughs> argument when it comes to the Owls men's basketball team. I mean But football with football there's let's just, be more realistic there's here. There's just Ken. no barometer. Okay, fine. FA, you would only win by a score all of those games. That's me being realistic. Okay. Just like, think, think about it from the sports books perspective. Like, what, what, what line do you set for FAU versus Cal? Or FAU, FAU minus six and a half, easy. Oregon. There's just Oregon no State. way. That's the case. Like, there's just no gauge here. here it, actually, you know what? Free, free for all. That's I'm gonna, wild. I'm going to come up with another tagline. What was mine yesterday? What was mine yesterday? Oh, it was good. Uh, it was, Are don't you a be a commander, be a chief. chief. Yeah, don't be a commander, be, be a chief. chief. Here's my next tagline. Mm. Okay, write it down. I'm writing pen and paper. It's always FAU minus six and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. It's always FAU minus six and a half. You got some good ones. F those picks. It's always FAU minus yeah. six and a half. Yeah, we're rolling. Don't be a commander. I'm going to write a quote book at some point. We should. Can we just put it? Yeah, we should have post-it notes so I can refer to them, my wisdom, uh, and just give them to the masses at any given moment. Um, So what I want to do, though, is uh, I'm I'm frustrated with the fact that Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State, after next year, they won't have a home uh, in power college football. I, I actually, I like, one, I like Pat Chun, former FAU athletic director, who's now the AD at Washington State. 
I've been to Pullman. Fun town. Good town. Oregon State. I appreciate the Beavers. That's uh, that's Chad Johnson. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's, that's right. Oregon State. That's the Civil War with Oregon. They deserve better than what they're getting. Cal, Stanford, the band is on the field. The entire thing. Marshawn Lynch, Aaron Rodgers, Cal. Stanford, well, Christian McCaffrey, uh, winning Pac-12 titles. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. I mean, there's heritage there. How are those schools not going to be a part of power college football, power conference college football when it goes to the power four in 2024 because the Pac-12 is dead, like dead, dead. How are they not going to play power conference college football when there are programs in power conferences that are just grifting, grifting, suckling at the teat of major college football with no ability to compete, no heritage, no legacy. They're just gobbling up cash. Selfish of them. For example, how does Washington State, Oregon State, Cal Stanford not have a home in power conference college football, but Arizona and Indiana do? How do Arizona, there's no buzz around Arizona football. What has Arizona football done? Arizona State, I'll give them a pass. Arizona? When's the last time you've given a single solitary damn about Arizona football? What has Arizona football ever done for you, Stone Lebanowitz? Um, Khalil Tate, pretty good quarterback. Uh, rushed for a bunch of yards during boring. games. That's it. Boring. Why would you eat? I mean, that's boring. <laughs> it's as boring as it gets. Yeah. Why are we giving Arizona State a pass with Herm? What are we doing? I think that was a Jake abysmal. Plummer. Jake Plummer. I've seen them uh, play in a Rose Bowl. I've seen Arizona State in a Rose Bowl. I've never seen Arizona in a Rose Bowl. The Sun Devils so aren't Jake doing the anything. Plumber. They're not doing anything for anybody right now, Arizona State. They should not get a pass. Arizona State, they their stadium hosted the Fiesta Bowl for many years. Okay. That's They've cool. contributed. Everybody loves a good Fiesta. Yeah. Jerry, hey, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, guess where that was filmed? That's at Arizona State's uh, stadium. Show me That's a great Ow. movie. Arizona Cardinals used to play there before. Uh, or Phoenix Cardinals, before they were the Arizona Cardinals. How about that? Okay. All right. So Arizona State's contributed enough. Okay. Arizona, pff, I don't care. Indiana, I, I mean, come on. Indiana, all, all they have brought to Big Ten football is an automatic dub. Oh, but Ken Antoine Randall, oh, come on. Oh, but Ken Michael Penix, he's at Washington now. Uh, you, can't, you can't only be successful for the first time in two decades in the COVID year of college football. Sorry, <laughs> that ain't cutting it, Indiana. You didn't play in front of any fans, Okay. Indiana, Arizona, to me, in my world, my college football world, they're getting the boot. They bring nothing to major college football. Power conference college football. Okay? Those two are gone. We're making room for Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford. At the very least, booting two teams we can discuss more. In my world, Arizona, gone. Indiana, see you later. You don't matter. You don't do anything for the landscape. All you're doing, all you're doing is suckling at the teat of big football. And I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. You can boot any two teams from the power conferences in college football. Who are you giving the axe to and why? I say Indiana and Arizona. Because, again, where's the juice? Where's the juice with those two programs? No one cares. Those are basketball schools. Those schools don't even make football a priority. So why should I? Get them out! And give Oregon or Washington State, Oregon State or Washington State or Cal or Stanford a rightful place at the table of power college football. Okay?
You can boot any two teams from the power conferences in college football. Who are you giving the ax to and why? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Jeanette, who are you walking up to and you're saying, hey, power conference, college football school, sorry, give me your papers. You're out. Pack so, up your stuff. Okay, an absolute full transparency. College football is not my forte. I watch okay. it straight for the vibes. I That's love fine. college football games because the marching band is loud. There's traditions. It's crazy. And you see a bunch of obviously top talent in the NFL come for this. So as a very casual college football fan, my mind goes to the SEC. And I'm reading down the schools down here at the SEC. Of course, Bama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky. There's one name here. Mm-hmm. Number one, I forget this state actually exists, and I'm kind of trying to figure out why they are in the SEC. Could be the most stupidest thing I say, but Missouri. Okay, see you, Missouri. So you're going to kick them out of all the college football, the, the, the power conference. I just don't, un- yes, uh-huh. I just don't understand. I'm looking at all these names, actually, at all of I literally have the internet up right now on Google, and I'm like, how do you sit next to... South Carolina, Tennessee, Mississippi State, yeah. Ole Miss, LSU. You know, I what? don't understand. Mizzou's, Mizzou's had really one legitimate good season in the last twenty years, and okay, so I'm not crazy. they uh, they 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 played in a Big Twelve title game. Then they moved to the SEC. Also, kind of see that they are Tigers. There's only one Tiger that should be in the SEC. Those are the Auburn Tigers. And Auburn and Missouri used to have the same exact logo back in the '70s. Same exact Tiger. Bye. Wow. Yeah. Bye, Missouri. Yeah. So, so, so Jeanette, and it doesn't matter the rationale. Jeanette says, why are you in the SEC? And also, a little bit sketchy. There should only be one Tiger in the SEC, so get out of power conference college football. Deuces. Later, Mizzou. Later, Mizzou. Uh, so, you one more school. One more school. You took out an SEC school. One more school, you're going to give the boot. They're, they're being relegated. They can go to Division Two or the FCS. Okay. Or, I guess, the Sun Belt. Okay. Listen. Or Conference USA. I'm going to go Rutgers. Yeah. I'm just going to go Pretty Rutgers. Pretty self-explanatory there. Yes, because every time I've heard the name Rutgers, again, college, casual college football fan, it's never been anything positive. <laughs> it's always connotated okay. with losing, yes. I'm always like, why is Rutgers here? There's something about the coach. There's a new coach. Wasn't Chip Kelly there for a little bit before? <laughs> okay, no. no. But... It's always something weird with you're, Rutgers. I think you're thinking of Greg Schiano. Yes, former Shiano. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They kind of look the same. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, by Rutgers. Wait, do does Greg Schiano and and Chip Kelly definitely do not look? I mean, I thought, who am I thinking of? They're them? pretty close to polar opposites. Yeah, there's actually not There's a whole a, lot. A bearded. Oh my kind god! Of Maybe you know blue what? Blue collar so, man. Yeah. You know what? Now that <laughs> Greg Schiano, by yeah, by Rutgers, trash, garbage. Sit right next to Mizzou. Rutgers, Mizzou, Jeanette says they're getting the boot. Me, Indiana, Arizona, see you later. Make way for Washington State, Oregon State, Cal Stanford. Okay, they deserve seats at the major conference, power conference, college football table. Jeanette and I, we've booted our two. And what? Like, let's be real, Rutgers. The R is your logo? Be creative. I think it's a great logo. It's, it's actually not bad. No, no, be creative. I would argue, though, no other school in college sports has a greater connotation with losing, just the name of the school, than Rutgers. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you can boot any two teams from the power conferences in college football. Who are you giving the axe to and why? 888 760 3776. 888 760 
3776. Social media at KLV1063. Uh, the Audible Assassin, Christian Cat, weighing in here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Christian, who are you booting from Power College football? There's a lot of factors at play, okay? A lot of factors at play, and some of it's not even on the field. Some of it is not even on the field. That's why I'm not going to boot like an Arizona State. Listen, they're known for the women at Arizona State, and that should be a factor. But I'm going to go to the ACC, the ACC. Boston College does not feel like a Power 5 program right. in any sense of the word. Okay. I'm talking straight vibes, like Jeanette was saying. All right. Them as well as Wake Forest. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, Boston College and Wake Forest have no football vibes. I mean, I, I would say either. I, I mean, Wake Forest basketball wins. I can't even picture Wake Forest's basketball court, nor can I do with Boston College. I, they just they feel like they're independents. They feel like they should be in a different different division. I don't understand how these programs got to where they have been. And you got to put a little respect on Rutgers' name, the birthplace of college football. They rode an entire program on just that one phrase. That's why I've just allowed them to be in the Big Ten. Now, now uh, Christian, I want to clarify, too. Uh, I, I said I wanted to keep Arizona State, um, so I respect okay. the women of Arizona State. It was Arizona that I was giving the uh, the boot okay. to. They don't do anything for I you. I think it was, it was Stone. It was Stone saying, what do they do for you? That, that, that's who it was. Yeah. That was yeah. Uh, in leg up Arizona State over Arizona. I think just uniform-wise, Arizona State over Arizona. That's really <laughs> the only reason I have for you See, there. this is good, though. Boston College and Wake Forest, Christian, are good ones and appreciate you. That's the audible assassin. That's Christian Cat here on, uh, on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, so I've gotten rid of Indiana and Arizona. They are my power conference college football programs that are out. Jeanette, she says later Mizzou. She says goodbye, farewell. Who is the other one? Rutgers. Rutgers, bye. Uh, Christian says Boston College, Wake Forest, get them out of here. I'm surprised Vandy has lasted this long. I'm surprised Vanderbilt has lasted this long. It's also survived in, uh, in social media as well. We'll get to that in a second. Who are you booting, Stone? Again, I, power oh, conference college football. No, I had Vanderbilt. I did. Oh, right. you did? All right. I, so, okay. Vandy, see you, Vandy. I, I, I think Long that, time coming. Au revoir. I, I don't understand the, the business model that, that Vanderbilt holds. I couldn't it's imagine. It's like they like being the lovable loser. <laughs> Who loves them, though? I, I, you know, I, I don't understand how you can get a recruit to come to Vanderbilt. I think it would have to be one of those situations where it's your only SEC offer, so you're going to commit to it. If it's committable, Vanderbilt. I Jay Cutler's own Vanderbilt. By who, who, also wow. Nashville, if you get a full ride to a college yeah. in Nashville now, in the SEC, that's pretty dope. I saw Jay Cutler on a podcast, and I can't remember where it was, which is why we're not playing the sound, because I can't identify it. But he said that he did not know where Vanderbilt was when a Vanderbilt coach came to his high school in Indiana uh, and offered him and his dad said, no, you're definitely going to Vanderbilt. And he said he didn't even know the state. Didn't know the state, didn't know the city, didn't know where Vandy was. And then Jay Cutler went to Vanderbilt. And he's far and away the best player Vanderbilt's had in four decades. Well, so, so Vanderbilt's gone. I mean, even what they did last or it wasn't last year, it was when Jalen Hurts was still playing quarterback for the Crimson Tide. Like they, week in and week out, think they can compete with these teams. We saw what the uh, head coach had to say at Media Day last year. We played that one uh, on that loop. Where he said that they were, what, going to be the best team in the SEC in, what, like a decade? Yeah, they said, why can't we? You know, this is what it takes for everybody. Because you're Vanderbilt, that's why, Coach. Right. Uh, Matt says, Rutgers and Northwestern, outside of academics, Northwestern doesn't add any value from a marketing or a television base. 
fact, as someone from the Chicago area like myself is, Rutgers, because they have been at the bottom of almost uh, every major sport since coming aboard to the Big Ten from a marketing regional perspective, the Big Ten already has Penn State. Dude, well, the second you told me Greg Schiano is your coach, it makes so much sense. <laughs> I love how Schiano, she didn't even know Schiano was Rutgers' coach. No, and I now didn't. she's very, very dug in on getting rid of Rutgers. Lose your logo ugly, your coach is terrible. Peace out. The two teams you're booting from Power Conference College football to give way to, to four former Pac 12 teams, the Pac 4 teams, who I think deserve to, to be in. We can find two teams that were given the boot to. Scott in Jupiter on ESPN 1063. Hey, Scott. Did we lose Scott? Sounds, like, sounds he, like it. Bye, Scott. Sounds like he just hung up. Yeah. Au revoir. Did he panic? I don't know. Uh, let's go ahead. We should probably take a break here, right, Stone? We'll continue to do this. I'm having fun with this. I like this. Plus, a tragic story out of Italy. I'll explain. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Just a really terrible story out of Italy. I'll, uh, I'll let you know what it is in just a moment. Speaking of, uh, of terrible, I had to drive down to Dania Beach last night. That was harrowing. To say the least. I mean, just, it took me forever. It took me forever because there's nonstop traffic and there's millions of cars and there's rain and there's just terribly constructed expressways and it's just bad. And you know, Jeanette, how when you get into Broward and then you get near 95 and everything's uh, merging and it sucks and it's no, all we, bad. And then you throw on the exits to I ninety, yeah. like not I ninety five. Yeah, but it's I ninety five that it, yeah. the one that goes yeah. east west. Well, five ninety five. You got five ninety five, uh, and then it connects to the turnpike. But then you've got everything that's that. Everybody's got, merging and right. nobody knows how to drive. Fort Lauderdale uh-uh. Airport traffic. Fort Lauderdale traffic. It's just it's terrible. And the whole time I was thinking to myself, you know how much easier this would be on the big yellow train. Brightline. Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. There you are, baby. I love you. Hey, can you, uh, Brightline, please, uh, please honk your horn again. Thank you. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Right now, you can book your travel to the extended service to Orlando. That's right, Orlando. The big yellow train will take you. To O-Town. Does anybody call it that? You're from Orlando. Do people no. call it O-Town? Okay. No, because it references the boy band. Oh, uh, I mean, a very good boy band. I may say so myself. What up, Ashley Parker Angel? Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. I lost the whole audience on that one. The home runner train. Take the seat of Marlins, Lone Depot Park. Go down to Miami Central Station. Then ride share to Lone Depot Park. Ride share back after the final out, and it'll get you home. The beautiful station's. Miami Central Station, as I mentioned, for Lauderdale and West Palm. Literal minutes from us here, downtown West Palm Beach, with quick stops in Boca Raton. Hey, get to FAU football games using the Boca Raton stop. What about, what about the Dolphins? That's right, the station, quick stop at Aventura. That's where you go for Dolphins games. Get yourself to the Finns. 
Use the yellow train stress-free, most stress-free way to get through South Florida. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. All right. If we could bring down the music here, Stone, and I want everybody to prepare themselves. The title of this story from CBS News. Man crushed to death by falling wheels of cheese in Italy. An Italian man's been crushed to death under thousands of vast wheels of a Parmesan-style hard cheese, firefighters said on Monday. Giacomo Chiaparini, age 74, was buried under the cheeses, each of which weighed almost 90 pounds. When a shelf broke in his warehouse in the northern Lombardy region on Sunday, creating a domino effect that brought down thousands of wheels. Rescuers, quote, had to move the cheeses and the shelves by hand, and it took about 12 hours to finally find Chaparini. I tell you what, that's not Gouda. I feel like that warehouse needs a feta system. After hearing this news, I just need some time provolone. (laughs) If that was my uncle, I'd breathe so sad. (laughs) You know who this wouldn't happen to? An American. (laughs) What about Swiss? My mood after reading this, blue. After that segment, I feel like a monster. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Could you just a uh, note? Uh huh. For the one that said, you know who this wouldn't happen to, it could have also been Swiss. She could have been Swiss. You're right. You're so right. You and I, had a double, uh, I'd double like to apologize there. to uh, the Swiss people for, uh, for not including them uh-huh. in that terrible attempt at comedy. I mean, but if you're going to have to go, you know, I had 74 years is a pretty solid life. If you're going to have to go, let you it know be what? under a block of cheese. That actually, I'm glad you said that because that was my <laughs> first reaction to this story before you know. um, making disrespectful dad jokes about it. Um, was that at 74, if you're going to have 90-pound wheels of cheese collapse on you, 74 is a good age to have that happen. Not only that, but, okay, so how do At least it's not 24. Yeah, how do you explain that to your family? Like, oh, how'd how'd your your grandpa die? I wouldn't tell anybody. He went out on his sword. What do you mean? This is probably his shop, I would presume. I don't know if that yeah, I think it's his story. warehouse, yeah. All right, so he went out on his sword. He went out with what he loved That's actually, the most. I wonder if it is a source of pride. In the cheese community, yeah, of Italy, to go down with wheels of Parmesan on top. Yeah, of you? Like, if you're gonna go, I wonder if you're a cheesemaker, right? If that's the way you want to go, like me, I I hope that my final moments occur where I'm 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 saying something extremely provocative on this microphone, and then my head hits the mic and I'm gone. <laughs> like that's how I want to go. That's how I want to go. No, that's not a joke. That's how I want to go. <laughs> I'm cracking up. I shouldn't be. I need therapy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, is that really how you would like to go? I mean, some days I feel like I am hanging by a string. <laughs> there. I'm 
trying to think of like how would I enjoy going? Like I love being at concerts. Maybe if you know I'm you know backing it up on that car in La Placita and the car did reverse uh -huh. and it ran over me and I passed, it'd be like you know what? At least I was perreando to Bad Bunny in La Placita in San Juan. No, like, you know what? She did what she she died doing what she Good. loved. Um, <laughs> what do you hope to die doing? Eight 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 or yeah, eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Oh, man. Or like if I'm eating plantains in a plantain, I don't know. I just didn't cook it well enough and I choke and I die. Well, no, no, I don't think choking is a good way to go ever. But maybe it's just a bad plantain. But that's maybe, you know, maybe that that plantain killed me. But again, <laughs> what I what killed me loved uh -huh. what, what I loved killed me or however that right, phrase right. goes. Well said. <laughs> for me, I think I just love eating so much. It would have to be like Halloween candy. Like someone oh. spiked it, but I'm just engulfing like in 10 pounds of right. like chocolate and this Are you, and that. And no, then. but I feel like it would be better to like gorge yourself to death as opposed to choking to death. Like I'm just looking at that. Like this, I'm sure, was a quick death. No, I mean, somebody like laced my caramel apple. It's more so what I'm oh, saying. Oh, like, that's I fine. Go oh, that's out. good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. White? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I just want to go out eating the things. I don't, you know, Halloween, the whole bag. Like if I go out that way, that's fine. Yeah. I can live with that. You know what's funny? Ken, you told a story a couple years ago about somebody who died because of the bacteria that was on the he had a dog and the dog licked his yes face. yes and it got into the a wound that he had yeah and you know what if that's how i die because my dog licked me out of love and care deuces bye yeah. that's a good one yeah that that's is a, that's a great call um i don't know about you guys but i had some I, i'm just wondering if if you guys had major feelings about this Reading this story because I have Vardy. Wait, what did you say? Havarti. Oh, Havarti. Gotcha. It's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm sorry we did that. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, if you're achy, if you're painy, if your joints are giving you problems, well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare today. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash orthocare. Uh, I know you guys, we talked about this in the break. Uh, you guys have seen the Phil Mickelson gambling uh, accounts. Extravaganza. Yeah, there is a, a new book coming out uh, that I cannot remember the name of the author or the name of the book, but there was an excerpt of it that was released at Golf Digest. I'll, that's a bad job by me. I'll, I'll get the, the name of the book. But some of the accounts here, this is this is written by the guy who went to prison for insider trading, but it, it was Phil Mickelson's former, this book's written by his former gambling partner. Um, so he documents Phil Mickelson's offshore accounts and just how much money was being put on a single bet. The biggest bombshell of this entire thing is, is the fact that this guy reveals that Phil Mickelson tried to gamble on a Ryder Cup 
that he was playing in. Literally called him. They were at Medina, just outside of Chicago. That was the uh, Ryder Cup between the U.S. and Europe. Uh, This is from the, the book. Phil was feeling supremely confident that the American squad led by Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson, and Phil himself was about to reclaim the cup from the Euros. He was so confident, he asked me to place a $400,000 wager for him on the U.S. team to win. I could not believe what I was hearing. Have you bleeping lost your mind, I told him. Don't you remember what happened to Pete Rose? Uh, You're seen as the modern-day Arnold Palmer. You'd risk all that for this? I want no part of it. Mickelson replied, all right, all right. I have no idea whether Phil placed the bet elsewhere. Hopefully he came to his senses, especially considering the miracle of Medina trailing 10-6 going into the final day. The Europeans rallied to pull off the greatest comeback in Ryder Cup history. Phil Mickelson's loss to Justin Rose that Sunday contributed to the defeat. $400,000 to bet on his his team in the Ryder Cup. He would have never golfed again. Nope. According to this guy, Mickelson bet $110,000 to win $100,000, a total of 1,115 times. Yeah. Does, does that's any, degenerate. Does he have any beef with Phil Mickelson? Like, that's what I'm here, like, interested about. Why is he going off on Phil Mickelson? Because like this? Phil Mickelson's the reason he went to prison. <laughs> I'd be pretty upset, too. I'd be upset, too. Phil Mickelson only had to tell the FBI one thing, that this guy had nothing to do with insider trading. Didn't tell him that, that they went to prison. I'd be mad, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, go That's Jen at that stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.